Laurie, and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Wednesday, 7th day of October 2020. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. And we are here to give you updates on a lot of things. First of all, Big J has got a movie review for you. That's going to happen before we hit 7 o'clock today. On top of that, at 7.30, we are going to have another clue in the X-Rock murder mystery. This is clue number three. Things start to get real interesting, Big J. Yeah. And so we are going to take some more guesses and give away some Haunted World Passes, maybe. Maybe somebody will solve it today. I don't know. Boy, I hope not. Yeah, but I can't jump to conclusions. You have to have a jump to conclusions, Matt. And those things haven't existed. They're already patented by the dude from Office Space. Uh, so, not much I can do with that. But sad day yesterday, man. It was a sad day, dude. I It really bummed me out, to be perfectly honest. Uh, we'll talk about that as well. And get into uh, the loss of probably the most iconic rock guitarist of our generation, anyway. For sure. Um, you know, you can argue whether or not he's the best. He's certainly probably the most influential. But it sucked to get that news at like 1 o'clock yesterday afternoon. That's for sure. Uh, We'll talk a little bit about that over the course of the show this morning as well. So it should be a somber, informative, fun, funny, and touching (laughs) morning after today. We try to do all those things every day. Yeah, we run the gamut of emotions. It's like putting you through a damn windmill. Or in your case, Big J, a blender. And trying to figure out what's coming out on the other side. And usually it's there some sort go. of weird milkshake that <laughs> you probably don't like, but you that, choke down anyway. That brings all the boys in the band to town. <laughs> and to the yard. Uh, and I suppose we should start with some music. We'll do that now with some Pearl Jam. This is Daughter here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, apparently the 6th is a bad day of the month when it comes to coronavirus numbers. Oh, no. It was August 6th, Big J, when we reported the most cases ever, which was 763 total cases that were reported. Yesterday was October the 6th. Guess what happened? Second highest cases ever. 717. Uh, That is the second highest total since August 6th. Gem State reported about 611 new confirmed, 106 new probable cases on Tuesday. That put us over 45,000 cases that were linked to COVID-19 since this whole thing began. Five new deaths were reported yesterday as well. Two in Twin Falls County, including a man in his 20s, which is the youngest age that is has been associated to a COVID-19 death in the state. Ada County continues to be the state's largest hotspot. 78 new cases yesterday, Madison County, where there are bridges, Big J. 61 new cases, and then Twin Falls County, 65 is where it goes. So, not good news. Things are going. The third spike is real, so much so that West Ada is talking about reeling back their school district code alert to red, which is never good. Red alerts, Big J, or red code reds, they're usually not associated with good things. Right, Understand? right. So we'll see what ends up happening and what numbers come out today. But yesterday, not a great day when it came to that stuff. 
Lakers are one game away from a championship. They beat the Heat 102 to 96 last night. Three games to one finals lead. If they win, it'll be their 17th NBA championship. LeBron James, 28 points. Anthony Davis, 22, including a key three-pointer. Once again, they refuse to guard him on the perimeter. I was watching that shot last night, and I'm like, why are they giving him so much space? He's done. He's been shooting three-pointers all. Yeah. You know, it's not like he has a quick first step. Get up on him. Uh, Jimmy Butler at 22. Tyler Hero, 21. Game 5, Friday night, where the Lakers look to wrap things up. Houston beat my Oakland 5-2. They're up two games to zero in the AL Division Series. Braves over the Marlins 9-5. That's a 1-0 lead for Atlanta. Tampa Bay beat the Yankees to even up their series. Add one game apiece, and the Dodgers over the Padres 5-1 yesterday. LA leads 1-0 in that particular series. So they are happy. Say goodbye to Glow, Big J. Netflix reversed its decision. First time they've done this in forever. They said that uh, they were going to renew Glow for a fourth season and a final one so that they could wrap up the actual storyline to some of the stuff that was happening. But then it's all COVID related because they haven't been able to get the cast together. So Netflix is just like, now nah, we're done. <laughs> and so they're not going to go forward with a fourth and final season. Uh, Teenage Bounty Hunters was also canceled. Did you watch any of that? Nope. Glorious Ladies of Wrestling. Did you watch any of the glow? Uh, I watched the first few episodes of the first season. Didn't hook you? Nah. Not enough lady wrestling or what? Yeah, that's right. Uh, and so, well, <laughs> not enough figure four leg, leg locks. It came fast and furious later on. But uh, the uh, the cast members posted a bunch of thank yous and memories from the set yesterday on the old social media. But do not look for that storyline to wrap up anytime soon unless somebody else picks it up for some reason. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. It's your send nude song of the day. Nerf Herder Van Halen here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, right around this time or so, Big J decided he was going to watch a movie on Netflix. It was called The Boys in the Band. And now we get to figure out how it was and what's it all about. Big J, what's going on? The Boys, The Boys, uh, starring Jim Parsons, of course, uh, Sheldon from How I Met Your Mother. Bazumba, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, I've maybe watched two episodes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so this movie is about two hours of, of pretty much straight dialogue, Nick. I mean, there's a lot of dialogue here. I think it's based on a play. It is, okay. and, and you, you it, it's, you know, if you, I don't know how many plays you've ever watched or, or whatnot, but after you get halfway through this, you're like, man, they really haven't left this particular set. <laughs> uh, you kind of get the idea that this is a, really a play that they've turned into a movie, and I think it's been a movie before as well. Um, and uh, Jim Parsons, uh, his character Michael, uh, has invited a bunch of friends over for a birthday party, and you know, this has taken place in the late 60s and these are all gay men um and, and that and they're all friends in one way or another and so you got that very interesting aspect of it of course you know that set in a day and time when it wasn't easy to be um uh you know out as a homosexual in in general and so there's a lot of those storylines that you have in this um the the dialogue is is really well done and and the all the actors are, are fantastic in this they really do a fantastic job uh one of the friends that ends up not invited to the party but kind of out of nowhere calls michael and wants to to, to say something to him uh he's the one straight friend uh in this whole group and so what you have here is a, a lot of uh a character play obviously 
like it was based on a play, and you you see these uh, friends who, man, uh, boy, they cut deep into each other. Let me tell you what. Um, when and what I'm talking about is uh, their quick whips and and just uh, the way they kind of break down each other's personalities and and what drives them. Uh, they get to the really the bone of each person, and uh, it's it's you know. When, when you're with a group of friends, you know, you're always joking around yeah. and busting each other's chops. Yeah. These, these guys go a little further than that and okay. get down to the, to the I mean, the skeleton of it. Is it funny or is it mean? It's funny and mean. Okay. Um, and, you know, I think, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I've, I've known some people like that, and it's just, it's very interesting and, and at the same time sad in the end. It's, it's a pretty dang good movie, though. Uh, is it wasn't too much talking for you? It kept your attention throughout. Well, that's the thing. When it comes to dialogue, in, in order to keep your attention, it's got to be good. Yeah, and it's got to be performed well. And Jim Parsons, who does most of the talking, and then at, at some point, um, uh, Zachary Quintano, uh, just fantastic. I mean, they're great actors, so they really pull it off well. And yeah, you can keep your attention uh, through this thing, even though there are parts I'm like, okay, let's figure out what's going on. They play a weird game. Um, when things get really mean, and that game is uh, they gotta they gotta call somebody that they want to tell that they love them. And of course, the difficult part of that is that you know it's usually another man, and it's, oh, it has to be true. Like you have yes. to really love them. Yeah, like truth or dare kind of thing. So uh, that that gets interesting. You're like, does everybody right, have in their back pocket somebody they can call that they love and they haven't told? Uh, pretty much. I, really? Well, yeah. All right. It's tough because it's in the '60s and okay. they're gay men. I, I mean, it's they can't tell everybody that. Okay, and it doesn't matter if the other dude is is actually reciprocating the feelings or not. Yeah, gotcha. it gets it gets dicey. So, gotcha. uh, if you want to see a movie like that, that's got some really good dialogue, that you know is character driven uh, and is put in one setting, then here's your here's your movie. The it boys sounds the band. like it's Big J approved. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. All right, it's approved. a brand new movie on Netflix. Big J enjoyed it and recommends it to you. The Boys in the Band, streaming now. The Boys, now. the Boys. And it's now on Netflix. I can't help it. I have to do it every time you see it. Big J enjoys it. Important stuff. Hey, what's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Whether you are involved in TikTok or not, I'm sure at this point you are familiar with with 420 Dogface 208. Yes, yeah, man. And he is a gentleman from Idaho that has gone viral and has for the last, well, it's been a little bit over a week, right? Probably more like two weeks, yeah, two or three it, weeks. It's hard minutes. to, all time squishes together and it makes it difficult. But, uh, you know, if uh, it's a very interesting timeline. Like the video goes viral. Yeah, I think it was like last weekend where it started to go. And then uh, all of a sudden you figure out, oh, hey, man, that, that dude's from that dude's from Idaho. Makes sense. That's pretty cool. And then it really starts to take off. And he starts to get, you know, kind of figured out who he is and interviewed about what's going on. And he was talking about how he was really happy that the video went viral because people were starting to just, you know, randomly donate because he wanted a new truck. Well, guess what happened yesterday, dude? Yeah, that's actually why that video came about. His truck broke down yeah. and he had to ride to work on his longboard. Right. Ocean Spray surprised him yesterday with the gift of a brand new truck. And it makes sense, man. Ocean Spray has gotten a ridiculous amount of free advertising out of this. Yeah, I think there's 
24, 25 million views on that video. Just on that one. And that's just on his, like, video. When you take it out a platform and it goes everywhere else, it's, it's just exponentially huge. And so, uh, basically, uh, you know, it was one of those deals where they surprised him. And Ocean Spray brought him a uh, whole bunch of Ocean Spray cranberry juice or cran- yeah, raspberry juice. They filled juice. the bed of the truck up with it. Yep. And uh, I don't know how they found him, but they gave him a 2020 Nissan Frontier truck, valued at about $37,000. And the uh, the viral video has basically done a lot of good things, not only for Ocean Spray, but also Fleetwood Mac. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dreams was the number one song at iTunes yesterday because of the video. That song is 43 years old, Big Jim, in case you're curious. Yeah, it is. Uh, the interest in that song, and whenever these things happen, goes just uh skyrockets yeah so uh some good news for important stuff it's nice to see nathan uh who's the that's the real name of the dude that made the video actually get a little something out of this that he wasn't certainly wasn't planning on and i don't think when he made the video he was thinking he was gonna go viral you can't you can't you can't plan those things no you just can't impossible uh and so congratulations to him good move by ocean spray and hopefully he enjoys the new vehicle Lakers beat the Heat last night, 102-96, to to take a 3-1 series lead. Game 5, looking to wrap things up on Friday. Astros, Braves, Rays, and Dodgers, all winners on the diamond yesterday. And, of course, the big news of Tuesday was not good news. It was the end of an era for an entire generation of rock fans and musicians who uh, came of age in the 1980s. As news spread yesterday that Eddie Van Halen had passed away, at the age of 65 after years of battling throat cancer. His son Wolfgang broke the news on Twitter with the uh, post about it. His second wife, Janie, his brother, Alex Van Halen, of course, surviving him as well. And uh, Wolfgang said, quote, I can't believe I'm having to write this, but my father, Edward Van Halen, lost his long and arduous battle with cancer this morning. He was the best father I could ever ask for. Every moment I've ever shared with him on and off stage was a gift. And my heart is broken, and I don't think I'll ever fully recover from this loss. Uh, Wolfgang's mom, Valerie Bertinelli, his uh, wife of 26 years at one point, simply just tweeted 20 broken hearts. Sammy Hagar posted some behind-the-scenes shots. So did David Lee Roth. Uh, Michael Anthony posted photos of him and Eddie on stage during the 80s. Last November, a report from TMZ claimed that uh, Van Halen was resting at his home after spending several days in the hospital due to complications for treatments for the cancer. The cancer wasn't really a secret, but, you know, he had been going back and forth from the United States to Germany for several years to get this particular type of treatment for the throat cancer. He even had uh, a third of his tongue removed back in 2000 due to the same ailment. Uh, But there's no doubt about what kind of impact Eddie Van Halen had on rock music. He revolutionized not only the electric guitar, but the sounds of his 80s. He had the two-finger tapping guitar technique. And uh, that he had said, basically, he was known for the speed that he was able to play that instrument. And so uh, he was obviously an icon. And, you know, we could go back through the archives and talk about some of the cool things that he had mentioned about Van Halen. The first of which about the the fan base of the band Van Halen and how they drew old fans and young fans alike. I guess, you know, fans that grew up with us are still there. And there's a a whole batch of new ones, too. So I guess you get across the board, you got old ones and new ones. (laughs) And, of course, they also talked about Van Halen kind of bucking the trends that are out there. We have never been one to follow trends. You know, whether it be punk, disco, rap, industrial, we're a rock and roll band. We make music that pleases us, you know. We make music from the heart. And, of course, you know, Van Halen has certainly revolutionized the world of pop music back in the 80s, too. I mean, you know, 
the fact that uh, Van Halen had a bunch of number one songs across the Billboard chart on the top 40 and the rock charts were a pretty big deal. We have never conformed to any trend, and I think that most bands that last are bands that are true to themselves. You know, look at the Stones. They don't all of a sudden start doing rap. The great bands, they stick to what they like and what moves them. And Van Halen is the type of band, I'm not putting ourselves in any category and saying we're great, but we are true to ourselves. We don't change just because that's the flavor of the month. I don't have any personal stories with Eddie. I never had a chance to rub elbows with him. I've never met the man. I do know plenty of people that have and have nothing but incredibly nice things to say yeah. about how gracious he was. So uh, I certainly was a fan for sure. He certainly will be missed. And uh, it was a sad day yesterday when that news came down in the early afternoon that he had passed on. So make a flock of angels sing thee to thy rest. Rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> Day and jaded here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3. The X rocks. We have reached day number three without the murder mystery being solved, which means it's time for another clue. Big J, are you ready? Oh man, I'm so excited. All right, kids, get ready to take a guess. Here we go. It's another clue in the X rock murder mystery. It's time for another clue in the X rock murder mystery. Social media is dead, so now we have to find something else to waste our work days doing. The ex-crew is trying to figure out what weapon was used in this mess. Big J, Adam, and Randy are on the scene trying to make sense of Big J's 90s connection. Well, I guess the 90s did see the introduction of hackers into mainstream society. You proposing someone hacked into the system and crashed all the sites? That's a really good point. Hackers, The Net, Disclosure, Johnny Mnemonic, all these movies showcased how cool hacking was and plays into Big J's 90s theory. Oh, don't forget Ghost in the Shell! Okay. It's never far from my thoughts. Uh, mine either. Good ideas, but there's one big problem with that. What's that? Hacking will get the job done, but it's a short-term sabotage. If this was a hack, those sites would be back up by now. This stuff is shut down and still down. So what, you're thinking something bigger, more dangerous? I'm thinking something permanent and a complete ripoff of one of my favorite things. Big J slowly smiles and gets a weird, almost creepy twinkle in his eye. Oh, man. I've seen this look before. I'm thinking GoldenEye! Do you know who killed social media? Do you know what murder weapon was used? Do you know where this murder occurred? Be Caller X at 208-287-1003 right now. And if you're right, we'll hook you up with a full year of the subscription box of your choice. Even a wrong guess gets your hands on a pair of passes to Haunted World. Call now to try and solve the X-Rock murder mystery from 100.3 The X-Rocks. All right, there's the clue. Giving you something very important and piecing this all together. It is now up to you to see if you can put the three things that we need all in a row for the grand prize. 208-287-1003. That is our phone number that you need to call if you would like to take a stab at this thing. Pardon the pun, if you will. Let's go to the phones and get a contestant. Hello, the X. Morning. Good morning. You are caller X. What is your name? Colton. All right, Colton. That means you get to guess. Who do you think committed this crime, Colton? Uh, probably Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan, okay. And mm -hmm. where did the crime occur? Let's say London. Okay, London, England. And what weapon was used? A computer virus. 
Pierce Brosnan in London with a computer virus. Big J, is that correct? That is not correct. But we love the passion and the pick, Colton. Congratulations. At the very least, you got through and you got some Haunted World passes coming your way that you can use at your leisure. Why don't you hold on? We'll hook you up with a pair of those. And for the rest of you, keep those uh, kind of gears turning in your head. The next time you'll hear that clue is at 1230 today with Jason Drew and then again at 530 with Adam for your next chance to take another guess at it and maybe just maybe get some Haunted World passes as well. If nobody can solve it today, another clue will come your way right around this time tomorrow. We're going to do some We're Going to Hell action next on the x Rock. Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Headed to the internet for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Tell me everything you know about chastity belts. Go. Uh, that uh, they were used in the ancient times and that they would go around your bits and pieces so that you couldn't use them. Uh, but usually to keep, uh, keep you a virgin. Well, actually, that's not true. Oh, okay. I, think, I think you're 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 getting. <laughs> I believe <laughs> your knowledge of chastity belts comes from the movie Robin Hood Men in Tights. Right. But uh, actually, you're used, not wrong. Used during the Crusades uh, to with married couples to basically prove that they would not go astray while the husband went to fight in the Crusades and the wife was at home. It was kind of like a uh, real way to pledge allegiance to your husband or wife or significant other, whatever the case may be. It's basically both parties walked around with chastity belts on to go, you know what, while I'm away fighting this war, you can assure you, ah, you have my loyalty. I will not have any fun without you. Does that make sense? Right when they got outside the walls of the, the, their, their homes, they would take that thing off? Correct. Yeah. Much like Robin Hood Men in Tights. And so, uh, basically, what ended up happening was it was a big hit, and then it went the way of the dodo, of course. Because we were like, come on. How do you go to the bathroom? Sex is way too fun. Uh, well, I, again, I, I don't think that the chastity belts were as complicated as you think. And I do believe that most of them were like more like cages than they were like solid metal belts. Does that make sense? Yeah, still, uh, wow, real pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah, well, listen, it wasn't meant to be easy. So, uh, but did you know that they're still a thing? No. Uh, they are. And it's huh. really, really weird because they've taken almost a 180. Whereas chastity belts were first made to almost ensure that you weren't having any fun with other people. Now chastity belts are worn as some weird kinky dom thing that you use to kind of have fun. Does that make sense? No. The people that... No, you're right. It doesn't. But I mean, the people that wear chastity belts do so in like a um, kind of, I guess, S&M situation. Oh, okay. Which, of course, brings them joy. You know what I mean? Right. So it probably shouldn't surprise you that chastity belts in some way, shape, or form are still around. What is... Interesting, I suppose, is that the world of technology has found their way into the chastity belt market, and they have what is called, quote, smart chastity belts now. And uh, basically what that means is they have chastity belts out there, particularly ones that are put together by Pentest partners. It's called the Kiwi Cellmate. And it's the world's first app-controlled chastity device. Basically, what ends up happening is, and it's for men, by the way. You By men and... You different thing altogether. You put the chastity belt around your naughty bits, 
and then it is locked, and the only person that can unlock it is the person that has the control of the app that hits the unlock it's button. It's locked? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a chastity belt, sir. It's locked. And here's the issue, is this thing has been selling, but security researchers recently found out that there is actually a catastrophic error in the code for these uh, these database <laughs> chassis. That's belts. not those are things you want next to each other. Catastrophic and your junk. Yeah. Uh, basically, what ended up happening was if you had this app control chastity device, it, it allowed pretty much anybody to access this app via their Wi-Fi, and they could permanently lock in the user's junk to this particular chastity device. And you can't unlock it. Like, that's the thing. There is no key to this thing. The app was what actually controlled it. And if somebody else had found out that you've got one and decided to mess around with it, you're stuck unless you want to get, like, a, you know, angle cutter or something like that. Oh, my God. Take this thing off. Or, like, a bolt cutter or something. And so, basically, the, 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 what the, the real issue was, this particular app communicates with the lock using an API, but that API was left open and without a password, allowing anybody to take complete control of any user's device. Uh, basically, sounds like, sounds like some next level Fifty Shades of Grey stuff. Yes, it very much is. It very much is. So the company has been posting web posts and saying, hey, listen, if you have this kind of stuff, uh, beware. You want to make sure you're not locked in with no way out kind of a thing. And so cellmate. <laughs> so watch out. All right. And apparently this vulnerability has been happening since June. And so there's a real, real issue with all this stuff. So maybe just maybe there are some things, Big J, that doesn't need to be connected to the Internet. It doesn't need to have app connectivity. Yeah. And in the palm of your hand. Maybe an old school chastity belt would have been the way to go. Or not at all. Maybe just trust your partner. Is this one size fits all? I cannot comment on that. I do not know. Because I'm looking at a picture of this and I don't get it. You don't get what? I don't get this whole thing. You don't get how it's supposed to work? or you Yeah, don't get... yeah, yeah, that. Well, uh, you want to get one and then you can figure it out? No. Okay. Then I would say just let the curiosity take you wherever it wants to take you. But in case you're curious, there is a whole line of Bluetooth and app-connected sex toys out there. This Ooh. isn't the first one. But it's also not the first one. That has had issues. So maybe uh, technology and Bluetooth and stuff should stay out of the sex toy game. Uh, we have a we have a bunch of things that that happen that are uh, issues when it's connected to the internet when it comes to sex toys. So be smart. Just don't use a smart device. Maybe morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your we're going to hell story. Let's take a look at your ride into work this morning with some traffic. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Idaho Lottery. Check out the crazy cash multiplier scratch games from the Idaho Lottery where you can multiply your prize by 5, 20, 50, even 100 times the cash. Good cash prizes up to 300 grand. Why don't you play today, Big J? All right, I will. How big is the uh, the Big J family on Christmas ornaments for the Christmas tree? Do you have to get like a new one every year? Do you like to buy them or do you kind of stick with the standard colored ornaments uh we, we we like to get some new ornaments every year all right yeah you are not alone people do sometimes like to purchase christmas ornaments to kind of reflect something that they did during the year which could explain why coronavirus related christmas ornaments are now selling out all over the internet 
Yahoo Lifestyle reports that Old World Christmas, which usually releases about 150 new glass ornament designs each year, has already sold out of anything that's pandemic-related. What would that mean, Big J? What would a Christmas ornament that's pandemic-related look like to you? I have no idea. How about Santa wearing a face mask? Oh, God. How about one that looks like a bottle of hand sanitizer? How okay, about that makes sense. one with a roll of toilet paper that says the year 2020 on it? The description of the toilet paper ornament reads, quote, Toilet paper never made headlines like it did during COVID-19. People stockpiled it, fought over it, and even created a bootleg market. Commemorate 2020 with an ornament of a highest demand product. Toilet paper! You want a toilet paper ornament hanging on your no. tree? I kind of like the Santa in a face mask one. That one seems to make the most sense to me. The hand sanitizer one doesn't really look like hand sanitizer. You probably have to explain it to somebody. You know what I mean? It like doesn't say hand sanitizer on it. It just kind of looks like a soap bottle. Yeah, you could probably get a nicer one, like uh, one of the Purell ones like we got over there. A big one? Sure. May- maybe just use that. All right. Maybe. Make your own ornaments. Right. Either way, they're selling out. They can't keep them in stock anyway. So don't be surprised that if you go on a hunt for one, you're not able to find one. Apparently, they're more difficult than you thought to get a hold of them. Seattle Storm beat the Las Vegas Aces 92-59 last night in a route three-game sweep for the WNBA championship. That's their second in three years and fourth in franchise history. LeBron James and Anthony Davis are just one game away from another NBA championship. They beat the Heat 102-96 last night in Game 4. They're up 3-1. Game 5, which could be the deciding one, will be played on Friday evening to see if the Lakers can wrap it up. We both said Lakers in five, so they need this one on Friday to make us look right. Yeah. Astros, Braves, Rays, and Dodgers all winners yesterday on the diamond. And life finds a way, doesn't it, Big J? Yeah, it does. That's the old tagline for uh, Jurassic Park, and summer blockbusters are not finding a way to get into the theater during this whole pandemic, and that is why Universal and Amblin Entertainment have announced that they are, guess what, delaying the release of Jurassic World Dominion. And they're doing so by a full 365 days. Supposed to be released on July 11th, 2021, but now it won't come out until June 10th, 2022. According to The Hollywood Reporter, they're doing this for a lot of reasons. Number one, it's not just the movie that the uh, Universal is banking on, but they're also planning on doing a whole bunch of theme park tie-ins, new rides, and stuff like that, and they just don't think they're going to be able to get it done by 2021 because of the pandemic. So there are issues and they want to make sure the deadlines for retail partners and the theme parks can be set. And so because it's not just a movie, it is a movement. They've got to figure out how to make this last a little bit longer. So you're going to have to wait a long time to figure out how they make up for that mess that was the last Jurassic World movie. But it is uh, back in shooting. Production is currently underway. They're at Pinewood Studios in London, where the pandemic is a little bit more contained. And so they've been able to get back to work. But they still don't want to release it until everything else here stateside can be done. Which means the movie will probably be in the can and done filming for well over a year before it gets anywhere close to theaters. Which is insane when it's a major production like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's a lot of money tied up in it, so Universal has to do what it has to do. There's your important stuff. You're up to date on a bunch. Down. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And only a few more days really to get yourself qualified here for this UTV, the CF Moto Z Force 800 Trail UTV from Birds of Prey Motorsports, which you could turn into a zombie killing machine if there was a Walking Dead situation, Nick. 
It'll be awesome. Wouldn't surprise me at this point. Yeah, no kidding. It's 2020 after all. Uh, this is brought to you by Westmark Credit Union and Adam and Eve. You, uh, you beat me here in Pop Culture Smackdown. We'll uh, we'll get you this. And Nick, uh, we've got some fun happening here at the Boise Zoo that we would love to get you tickets to Zoo at Night. And uh, you can take the kids and have a good time and uh, enjoy yourself doing some zoo stuff and and some Halloween stuff. All right. So here comes the phone number 208-287-1003. If you'd like this little package, you get qualified for the UTV that we're going to give away next week. So it is time to get on the phone and play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. Big J, do you feel ready slash prepared? Yeah, always, man. Tuffle. Hello, the X. You son of a... Hey, what's up? How you doing, man? What's your name? Sean. All right, Sean, you're up first. Sean, this former late-night talk show host now sports a mighty beard and hosts a show on Netflix called My Next Guest. Who is it? Uh, sounds like David Letterman. Right. That is correct, Sean. Big J. Chris Pratt's going to be in the upcoming Jurassic World movie. That should not surprise you. But what was the name of Chris Pratt's band that Andy Dwyer was the lead singer of on the TV show Parks and Rec? Oh, man. Listen, good for you, by the way, asking me uh, Parks and Rec's question. Uh, his band. Oh man! I, well, I know you watched episodes. it. I know I just watched <laughs> some of these episodes not that long ago. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Andes. Wrong. No. What if I told you it was kind of after an animal? Would that help? No. A rodent. The rats. You're close. Rats in the title. The, ra- the rats and mouse rat. Mouse right. rat. Mouse rat was the name of the band. That We're a mouse rat. It didn't. The band didn't last long. The lead singer up. Congratulations, Sean. One and done for Big J. You are officially qualified for that UTV. You're also going to get some uh, Zoo with the Dark tickets coming your way. Hang on one second. And we will make sure you're all set and good to go there. That's your Pop Culture Smackdown today. We're going to do some headlines. That's happening next on the x Rock. After with Nick and Big J. Headlines, Big J, are as follows. Mm. Bad decisions. Wait, what? And no noodling. Uh, bad decisions. People can make pretty bad decisions when they're drunk, but this might be next level. A college student in the UK needed to be rescued by firefighters because she got her legs stuck inside of a clothes dryer. Ooh. Rosie Cole is 21 years old, and she says she and her friends were drinking some wine with some tequila chasers on Tuesday night. When she challenged, she was challenged to try and fit inside the appliance, as we all have been challenged. Cole, who attends the University of Hull, says she climbed in legs first. She even managed to shimmy in her hips before she realized, oh my god, I've made a terrible mistake. She was unable to she was unable to uncross her legs inside the dryer and her roommates were unable to free her, so firefighters were able to free Cole within 20 minutes. Of course, her friends filmed the whole debacle and Big J, the dryer, unusable now. They had to crack that thing open, like some sort of safe in order to get her out. So you're down one dryer, probably one friendship. She's probably lucky that her legs still work. And yeah. there you go. Don't crawl into appliances, everybody, unless you know what you're doing. And even then, probably not a great idea to crawl in know, there. Yeah, why you would. I mean, you might have to stick your head in there to try to fix something if you're familiar with how dryers work. But that should be the extent of what goes in there. It's like people getting stuck in dishwashers and in washing machines. That's bad ideas. Or your head in the oven. That might be for a different reason. Also, don't do that. Wait, what? Or no noodling? No noodling. Do you know what noodling is? Uh, no. For a while there, there was a bunch of TV shows about it, unlike Animal Planet and stuff. What if I said uh, Hillbilly Handfishing? Are you familiar with that? 
Oh, yeah, you, so you, you put your hand, it's usually catfish, right? Yes, that's actually yeah. correct. And two Missouri men have been charged with illegal noodling in the Lake of the Ozarks, according to television stations there. Now, in case you're curious, uh, because of the popularity of the TV shows, they showed a bunch of stuff doing it. But what you don't know is noodling is pretty much illegal in a lot of places. In almost every place that they're filming those shows, they are illegal. Uh, in case you're wondering, noodling is the poaching technique that involves reaching into a catfish's nest with your bare hands and dragging the catfish out. Now, why is it illegal? Well, because uh, what they don't tell you on those TV shows is it's a terrible thing to do. Because what it does is you're removing an adult catfish usually from the nest. They're in that nest for a reason. It's caused a nest for a reason because basically the catfish there are protecting hundreds of eggs. And when the adults are gone, all those eggs die. Human beings are terrible. <laughs> and so it deprives the lake of all those catfish that the adult catfish were protecting. And so that is why it's illegal. That is why you don't see those TV shows on TV anymore, probably. And that is why you're not allowed to do it. So don't noodle. And now you know. Because I didn't know it was illegal at all, and I didn't know why, but it sounds really terrible, and that's probably why we don't do it. Yeah. We'll wrap it up with wait what? And here is one surprise you probably never want to find at the grocery store. I don't want to jump to conclusions, Big J, but I don't think you'd be a big fan. And police in Van Buren Township in Michigan say that a man decided for whatever reason to go into a grocery store, squeeze off a deuce into an empty box, close it, and then leave it on a shelf at a local grocery store there. The store security... Deuce on a shelf. <laughs> the store's security footage shows the suspect committing the gross act on October 1st. Also shows the suspect then, when he was done, stealing some items from the store. The suspect left the parking lot in a light-colored Ford Escape. I'll let you connect the irony there. Police say they have no leads on the suspect at this point, nor why he would want to crap in a box and then leave it on a shelf in a grocery store. But here we go again with this amazing uh, ability of the unhinged to go to the bathroom just wherever. Like, I mean, I don't think I can remember the last time I went down a grocery store aisle by myself, let alone had enough time in a grocery store to be able to go to the bathroom, seal up a box and put it on a shelf without being spotted. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's pretty amazing. And not in a good way, by the way. It's amazing in a terrible way. Either way, gross. And I'm glad nobody bought the box. Yeah, no kidding. Thinking it was like a cupcake or something. Mm. Morning After oh. with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. <laughs> that is Bad Flower and 30 here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And it is time for Big J to get his cowboy on a little bit with a game called Rope This in honor of the PBR returning to the Treasure Valley. Tell people all about it, my friend. Yeah, you know what? You can get yourself uh, some tickets for the uh, PBR coming up at the Fort Idaho Center October 16th and 17th. So uh, not this week, but next week. And uh, by the way, you can hit up and get your own tickets at ictickets.com. But I'm going to I'm gonna figuratively lasso something. Woo! The lasso's up. I mean, I'm from Montana. I know how to lasso stuff. And so you have to figure out from the clues what big Jay's throwing his big old rope around, and if you get it correct, then you are headed to the PBR on us because that's the kind of people we are treating you to cool things. Hello, the X. What's up? What's up, man? You were gonna play rope this. Here's Big J trying to tell you what he's roping his hands around. Go the, ahead. the gratification of posting your picture here can be instantaneous. <laughs> 
Can you say it one more time? Sorry. The gratification of posting your picture here can be instantaneous. Hmm. Oh. Um. Instagram? Yes, even this app has been affected by the great X-Rock murder mystery. It sounded like you were right, oh, did, Yeah, you what did you say? Did you... Instagram? Yeah, is that your answer? Yeah. Well, say it like you mean it, damn it. <laughs> Instagram. There, there you, you go. go. That's ah, the answer. Good job, man. Hang on. We'll get you those PBR tickets for yeah. sure. Any reason why you're throwing your rope around Instagram? Yeah, Instagram's 10 years old, Nick. Happy birthday, Instagram. A decade old. And uh, they are uh, adding two new features uh, that, that have to do with trying to stem uh, and, and stamp out bullying, Nick. It's a challenge that obviously is very uh, difficult for social media. Uh, but uh, the first feature Instagram has been testing in the last few days will automatically hide comments that are similar to others that have been reported. Uh, so if users wish to see these comments, they can tap the view hidden comments section. They'll hide those automatically. And the second feature will send new warning messages to users who post comments that are repeatedly flagged as offensive. So if you're a repeat douche nozzle uh, and keep putting stuff that uh, other people find offensive, you're going to know about it. They'll let you know. Just go a lot of people think you're a jerk? Or yeah. will they actually ban you from the app? Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. And since introducing warning messages less than a year ago, Instagram had seen a decrease in negative interactions in both comments and captions. So uh, we'll see how that works out. All right. Good luck. Stop being jerks on social media, everybody. <clears throat> Part of the problem. Oh, uh, one of the clues here, by the way, was uh, that uh, you can see all the X pictures and stories on this app under X-Rock Boise. There you go. And follow us on Instagram while you're at it. Yeah. In the meantime, Big J's not done giving clues. We're going to do a round of bad impressions. That comes next on the X Rocks. On 100.3, the X. Yeah, and let's get you hooked up with a gift certificate to Papa Joe's Italian Food. And you know what? Uh, it's good enough for Ocho Cinco. It's good enough for all of us. He loves it. And uh, it's got some delicious pizza. And, of course, I love the meatball sandwich. It's so good. Uh, we'll get you set up with that if you can figure out bad impressions here this morning. All right, here's our phone number, 208-287-1003. That food's coming your way, courtesy of us. Big J has got three clues. Each one of those clues points to somebody that is pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, lunch, dinner, who knows? It's on us at Papa Joe's because you're a good person and Big J wants well, it that way. Hello, the X. I don't know if they're, we don't know for sure if they're a good person. That's true. Hello, the X. Morning. Morning, man. What's your name? This is Dan. All right, Dan, you're up first. In a coke-filled rage, I destroyed a hotel room and went to jail. Robert Downey Jr. Oh, man. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good job. I mean, it really could have been anybody. It could have been Johnny yeah. Depp. I mean, it's he went, he's not the only one to do that. <laughs> but apparently, he knew wow. it right away. You guys wow. are in the same wavelength. So hang on one second, I guess. That wow. Papa Joe's coming your way. What were clues two and three? Uh, I, I love you 3,000, and uh, I've had a lot of fun being Iron Man, but now it's time to solve another mystery or two, my dear Watson. And why is Robert Downey Jr. in the news? Uh, because he's not done uh, with the uh, cinematic universes. He's work They're working on Sherlock Holmes 3, Nick. They are? Yeah, him and his uh, wife-producing partner, Susan, uh, have uh, shared the enthusiasm for Sherlock Holmes uh, in a recent panel-style interview, and they want to create a cinematic universe for Sherlock Holmes. Haven't they kind of already? Yeah, well, that's kind of the point, uh, but they haven't really been focusing on that. And uh, I think with what appears here, Sherlock Holmes 3 is going to open the door for them to do some other things. 
Well, I guess, uh, can anybody else name characters outside of Watson and Sherlock Holmes? Moriarty, maybe? Moriarty? Sure. For Sherlock Holmes, would anybody watch a Moriarty movie? Uh, does Guy R- Is Guy Ritchie back involved or no? Uh, it does not say here, hmm. for sure. But. Probably not, right? If they're they're working, if he and his wife are working on this on their own. Maybe a new... Well, I don't know if he was the producer for the... Guy Ritchie was the director of both movies. Yeah. Producer and director are different Right. Jobs. But I mean, I'm just saying, if he's he not involved, be. I wonder if... He's coming back or not. Uh, did you like the first two? Yeah, they were fun, man. I don't remember Game of Shadows much. I do remember I enjoyed the first one very much and probably saw it more than once. I may need to revisit Game of Shadows. It's been a pretty long time. But either way, uh, Robert needs another win, I would think. Yeah, sure. Uh, there's a, he, To quote, uh, at this point, we really feel that there's not a mystery verse built out anywhere. And Con- Conan Doyle is a definitive voice in that arena, I think, to this day. Conan Doyle. Uh, but tell Call Robert Dunn Jr. To, to watch Chris Evans and Knives Out for a mystery. Uh, yeah, you want a mystery? Check out that one. Go. And another one's coming soon. Knives Out too. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We're going to wrap up this show here next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> Evanescence, use my voice. New stuff from them. Wrapping up the old Morning After with Nick and Big J on this Wednesday morning. Thanks for hanging out with us. Big J did highly recommend a movie called Boys in the Band. It is a Netflix original film. Just premiered on there. It was his DV, excuse me, streaming dumbass, and he watched it and actually approved it. Said it was very good, great acting, well written, and enjoyed the movie very much. So that may be something you want to watch tonight if you're so inclined. Also had a chance for somebody to take a shot at the murder mystery. No one solved it just yet, but the clue that you heard will be replayed today at 12:30 and 5:30 for more chances at some haunted world passes and maybe somebody cracks the case. Who knows? If not, we'll have another clue around 7.30 tomorrow morning for you to try to figure out what's going on in the world of the murder mystery and who killed social media to figure it out together for that prize package coming your way that you get to choose from. And Big J, somebody guessed your Robert Downey Jr. stuff right out the gate today, which was super weird, but beneficial for that person. Enjoying some Papa Joe's for sure. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Uh, hey, uh, good news for those of you out there holding on to some uh, sports cards. The price of sports trading cards is skyrocketing. So, uh, you know, especially the rookie cards. Stars like Michael Jordan and LeBron James, along with baseball stars like Mike Trout, uh, are, uh, are climbing. What you had found some cards. Anything worth any kind of cash? Um, yeah, there's a few there. They're worth a little bit, but nothing too big. I mean, we're not talking Otis Wagner style here. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, the one that I have is I have a uh, – back when I collected cards, it was an upper deck. Like, you remember when you had to trade stuff in? Like, you had a card that you'd mail away for another card, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, And it was like a Shaq special edition rookie card that I still have that's worth, like, I think $95. It's not that much. So uh, that's about the most expensive part of my sports trading card collection. So you keep an eye on that, and that goes through the roof. I'll be in good shape. I'll give you 50 bucks for it. No. Okay. In the meantime, uh, Big J will work on a nerd alert. You'll hear that tomorrow morning, and we'll have more chances at some prizes, including a chance to qualify for that UTV, which is going to be given away fairly soon. So we're hitting in the last chance style here over the next couple of days. So pay attention for that. Jason Drew is up next. You guys have a good one. It's the X-Rock.